Finn Mayer was so excited, his hand shook as he tried to open the official-looking letter. This was what he'd always wanted. This was what he had dreamed about every day. This was why he did six long years at college while slogging his ass for minimum wage. Regretfully, we have to inform you. The rest of the words blurred as his heart plummeted. He held the letter out so he didn't get tears on it and blinked furiously. It wasn't possible. He convinced himself it would be a conditional offer of acceptance, which was almost a guarantee. He just had to get through the poly, the personal interviews when they called him back, and references. What had happened? What had he done wrong? The screen door slammed, and Finn stuffed the letter in his pocket quickly before his older brother, Deke, saw it. Deke stood in the doorway, absently scratching his crotch. He was 37, but looked a good 10 years older. His balding, sandy brown hair was going gray at the temples. His double chin burst from his collared shirt, just like his beer guts spilled over his wrinkled suit pants. Finn was too distracted to even crinkle his nose in disgust. The screen door slammed again, and his mom's voice piped up. Finn, did you start supper? Yeah, Finn, parroted Deke. Did you start supper? Finn ducked his head and brushed past Deke into the kitchen. He knew Deke wouldn't get into anything with him while his mom was there. Not that he was convinced she would care if he did. I just got in, Mom. I'll start now, Finn said woodenly. He needed to think, but he couldn't disappear until they were eating. His mom narrowed her eyes and followed Finn with her gaze as he opened the cupboard and took out a bag of potatoes. Finlay, she sighed disapprovingly. You know your brother works incredibly long hours to support this family. It isn't much to ask for a little help around here while he's providing a roof over all our heads. Finn didn't reply and quickly started peeling potatoes. The incredibly long hours were a joke. Deke took twice as long to do anything because he was too lazy. Finn knew he and his other two cronies, Albert Crawford, the bank manager, and Desmond Attaker, the local deputy sheriff, could always be found in Alma's Cafe on Main Street, having at least a two-hour lunch every day. It was pointless to argue anyway, and his mom knew full well half of Finn's wages also went to pay for the upkeep of the so-called roof. The only thing that had stopped him from moving out years ago was the fact that he wanted Deke not to make waves with his application when the FBI did the family interviews, and even the rent Deke charged him was cheaper than getting his own place. What had he done wrong? He knew he wouldn't have failed the poly. His boring existence contained no secrets to keep. Well, maybe one, but Finn was so far in the closet he was almost able to pretend it wasn't real. And Deke would never think Finn had a chance of getting accepted into the FBI, so he wouldn't have bothered trying to sabotage it by giving him a crappy reference. Finn fisted his hands, the peeler cutting into his palm. It was impossible. They'd made a mistake. Deke couldn't have been right. Not now. Not after all this time. He'd laughed hysterically when Finn told him the reason he wasn't joining him at the insurance company Deke owned, as his mom and brother expected, was because he needed to attend college full-time. Deke had insisted college was a complete waste of time, and Finn just needed to join the real world. 
but Finn could think of no greater torment than working with Deke for the rest of what he knew would be a miserable life. There were only so many online courses he could cope with for another reason, which meant he had to be physically present in class at least three days a week. The entry requirements for the FBI were tough, and as law and order, languages, and computer sciences were all impossible for him, the only other recommended professional field they would take from was accounting. Finn had stacked shelves at the local Z-Mart since he was 13. Mr. Jacobson was blind, and Finn had discovered accidentally that he was being robbed by his CPA. Finn had been asked to copy some papers for Mr. Jacobson, and Finn, quick with numbers, had noticed the discrepancy straight away. Mr. Jacobson was eternally grateful, and Finn had taken over his bookkeeping when he was 17, then studied it at college. In return, Mr. Jacobson had exaggerated his professional ability on his references.